What's going on, everybody? My name is Christian Gujanov, and I want to welcome you to Peak Performance Principles. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the principles in order to achieve and sustain peak performance. So if you want to get better, if you want to improve your performance, you're in the right place. Let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Peak Performance Principles. Today, we're going to talk about mental rehearsal. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about because it is universally used. Anyone can do it. It's always accessible and it can fluctuate in its, in its use. You can go up, you can go down, you can use it however you'd like. It's such a, it's such a universal principle. So we're going to do just a quick episode on it today. And we're going to talk a lot more about it. But I want to read an excerpt from a book that I found at a library that I randomly went to. There was like this whole section of free books and there was all these random books. And this book caught my eye. It's called Confidence, How to Succeed at Being Yourself. And it's by Alan McGinnis. It's a pretty old book, but man, there are some, some really cool stuff in this book. So I wanted to read a few excerpts from this book. And talking about mental rehearsal, um, in the book, uh, Mr. McGinnis says that vi- vi- vision or imagining yourself and, and visualization is a key step into building confidence in yourself in the present moment so that you can execute in future moments. So he talks about mental rehearsal. He In, in the book, he mentions, um, I'll, just, I'll just read this quote from the book. Says Lewis E. Tice, head of Pacific Institute, calls this law of focused attention what you hold in your mind is what you move toward. Tice goes on to say that the important questions are ones such as these How do I want my future to look? How do I picture myself playing in my sport? How do I want my marriage functioning at its best? How will my new house look? How will my business look when it's going as well as I'd like it to go? How will an evening with my family look like? Since we are living magnets, if we can picture these scenes strongly enough and often enough, they have an uncanny way of coming true. I, I love that quote, how he ties that we're living magnets. That's a, that's a cool way of thinking about it. And essentially, if you can see something, you can achieve something. Um, in, in the book, he goes on to talk about how um, that if, if, if we can see what we want to achieve... That builds confidence in the present moment. So he gives four suggestions that I wanted to share with you. He says, here's some practical suggestions for using and, and using effective and positive visualization. Number one, find a regular time and place. Those who practice mental rehearsal usually put aside 15 to 20 minutes a day for positive imaging. Picture yourself in one sequ- in, picture yourself in a sequence and savor the experience. He, t- he talks about how uh, the, how, how these state this state of our thought can firmly be embedded and it takes regular practice over a long period of time to transform those into confident ways of approaching the future so the first thing find a regular time and place so so fi- find a time in the morning if it's at lunch or if it's before you go to bed find a regular time to do this th- th- this helps build that consistency and it helps build a habit of, of seeing yourself succeed over and over again number two picture the event occurring in the present 
He says, do not engage in vague daydreaming about some future Neverland or Never Neverland. Instead, picture the scene as if it were occurring right now. So in in here, the the whole point of this one is think about what, what, if you brought this future to the present, what would that look like? What would your life look like? Um, He talks about how, um, he says, rather in my imagination, I held pictures of my goals being already accomplished. So he he essentially was visualizing, if I already achieve all these things that I want to do, this is what my life would look like. Number three, enlist all of your senses. Those who are able to visualize the future most positively use their five senses to get as much detail as possible. Hear the sounds of the event. Feel the sensations of experiencing the triumph. Try to smell success in the air as it's happening. For example, let's say you have a problem relaxing in social settings. He goes on in the book and he says... Envision yourself at a party where you hear the children happily playing in another room, take in the sight and smell of the carefully prepared floor arrangement, taste the food at dinner, and see yourself functioning with confidence and pleasure. So essentially what he's talking about there is use every part of you. If you're an athlete, see the crowd, see your team, feel the jersey, feel, feel the skates on your feet, feel your shoes on the, on the floor. Whatever it is, try and envision as much as, and utilize as much of your senses as possible. The more vivid you can make that, the more clear you can see it, the more confident you become in that being your reality. And the last thing Mr. McGinnis says in this book is number four, be realistic in your vision. If you cannot visualize your dream occurring with vivid detail, then you need to scale it down. Louis Tice now owns a multi-million dollar company that does seminars on excellence for many Fortune 500 companies. He says, when I was earning $20,000 a year as a school teacher, it would have been pie in the sky for me to visualize the annual income I now make. If you can't imagine vividly what it would be like to make $500,000 a year, then then what can you picture? $100,000? $30,000? When I was making less than $2,000 a month, I wondered what it would be like to make $2,500 a month and if I could increase my income by that much. Eventually, I decided that yes, I could and began to picture it. Before long, of course, it happened. And then I began to imagine myself making $3,000 and so on and so on. He says, some leaders are guilty of overpromising, saying that if you believe enough and work hard enough, you can have anything. These are ridiculous platitudes. But in reacting against such careless talk, we can easily throw the baby out the bath with the bathwater and stop daydreaming, which is fatal. In an interview soon after Neil Armstrong's historic first step on the moon, he said, "Ever since I was a little boy, I dreamed I would do something important in aviation." So he just shares a few examples there. Those two examples there of. Of being realistic with your vision, you know Neil Armstrong when he was a boy didn't think he was going to be the first person on the moon. Um, he just wanted to do something cool in aviation. Uh, this uh, this Lewis Tice he didn't he didn't when he was making two thousand dollars a month he didn't think I'm going to make a million dollars a year. You know he he started slow. So whatever you're at right now, be realistic with the next step. You know if you if you're if you're a high school athlete, maybe envision what would it look like to be a really re- the best high school athlete in in your conference. Maybe what would it look like to be a college athlete? Don't, don't try right now to think if you're, in, if you're in high school, don't try to imagine or visualize every single day what it would be like to be Michael Jordan or to be Tom Brady. You know, that, that might not be realistic. Take a step above where you're at right now and get comfortable with, with seeing your future self in that and then move up from there. That's a really neat strategy that a lot of people utilize is we, we don't visualize trying to be the greatest athlete in the world or the greatest businessman in the world. You just visualize being just a little bit better. So again, those four uh, steps that build self-confidence that also that, that, that are focused on mental rehearsal and visualization 
find a regular time and place, picture the event occurring in the present, enlist all of the senses, and be realistic in your vision. These are four really great steps that I found from this book that I wanted to share with y'all. Um, these four steps can can greatly impact your performance right now and bring that future self that you want to the present, which is the point of visualization is see yourself in the future doing something that you want to do now. So whatever that is, I encourage you to utilize visualization on a daily basis. It's an incredibly simple process. Close your eyes and, and, and go through the motions and mentally rehearse what it would look like to do whatever it is that you want to do. The more, the more you do that, the more confidence you build in your mind and your body being able to execute on those things you're seeing. And that increases the likelihood for, your physic, for you physically to go and execute that thing. So I hope you enjoyed this quick little episode. Um, l- let me know what you think. Uh, our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter is at Mental Strength Performance. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoy this quick little episode on mental rehearsal. And we'll see you on our next episode. Bye.